0: Send now, O Lord, to every place Swift messengers before your face The heralds of your wondrous grace Where you yourself will come Send men whose eyes have seen the Lord Man in whose ears his sweet words ring. Send such your lost ones home to bring. Win them where you will come. To bring good news to souls in sin. The bruised and broken hearts to win. In every place to bring them in, Where you yourself will come. Lord, since you died your victory claim, Assert, O Christ, your glory's name, And far to lands of pagan shame, Send men where you will come, gird each one with the spirit sword, the sword of your own deathless word, and make them come. Up, O Lord, the Holy Ghost, from this broad land, a mighty host. There war was God, will seek the lost, where you, O Christ, will come. Page 136 is the divine service. And our bulletin for the introit. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart and confess our sins to God our Father, imploring him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord. I said I will confess my transgressions to the Lord. O Almighty God, merciful Father, I, a poor, miserable sinner, confess to you all my sins and iniquities with which I have ever offended you and justly deserved your punishment now and forever, but I am heartily sorry for them and sincerely repent of them, and I pray you of your boundless mercy and for the sake of the holy, innocent, bitter sufferings and death of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, to be gracious and merciful to me, a poor, sinful being. Upon this, your confession. I, as a called and ordained servant of the word, announce the grace of God to all of you. And in the stead and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God, how great is the sum of them. O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thought afar of off. You comprehend my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word on my tongue. But behold, O Lord, you know it all together. You have hedged me behind and before, and laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high, I cannot attain it. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God. How great is the sum of them. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory be to God on earth. You, we worship You, we glorify You, we give You thanks for Your great glory. O Lord God, Heavenly King, God the Father Almighty, O Lord, the only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, O Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, Who takes away the sin of the world, have mercy. Who takes away the sin of the world, receive our prayers. Who sits at the right hand of God the Father, have mercy. For you only only are holy. You only are the Lord. You only, O Christ, with the Holy Spirit, are most high. In the glory of God the Father. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Let us pray. Almighty God, whose blessed Son called St. Luke the Physician to be an evangelist and a physician of the soul, Grant that the healing medicine of your word and the sacraments may put to flight the diseases of our souls, that with willing hearts we may ever love and serve you. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever, Old Testament reading for St. Luke Evangelists is from the 35th chapter of Isaiah. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then the lame shall leap like a deer, and the tongue of the dumb sing. For waters shall burst forth in the wilderness, and streams in the desert. The parched ground shall become a pool, and the thirsty land springs of water. In the habitation of jackals, where each lay, there shall be grass with reeds and rushes. A highway shall be there and a road, and it shall be called the highway of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for others. Whoever walks the road, although a fool shall not go astray. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Gradual. Their line has gone out through all the earth and their words to the ends of the world. The heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament shows his sandy word. The epistle is from the fourth chapter of Second Timothy. But you be watchful in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry, for I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day. And not to me only, but also to all who have loved his appearing. Be diligent to come to me quickly, for Demas has forsaken me having loved this present world and has departed for Thessalonica, Cretans for Galatia, and Titus for Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you, for he is useful to me for ministry. Antichicus I have sent to Ephesus. Bring the cloak that I left with Carpus at Troas when you come, and the books, especially the parchments. Alexander, the coppersmith, did me much harm. May the Lord repay him according to his works. You also must beware of him, for he has greatly resisted our words. This is the word of the Lord. We stand. Alleluia, alleluia. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should remain. That whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. Alleluia. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 10th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. After these things, the Lord appointed 70 others also, and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. Then he said to them, The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go your way. Behold, I send you out as lambs among wolves. Carry neither money bag, knapsack, nor sandals, and greet no one along the road. But whatever house you enter, first say, Peace to this house. And if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest on it. If not, it will return to you. And remain in the same house eating and drinking such things as they give, for the laborer is worthy of his wages. Do not go from house to house. Whatever city you enter and they receive you, eat such things as are set before you, and heal the sick there, and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. The Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, Hearts dear Lord to give you gladly freely of your own. Let the sunshine of your goodness smell our thankless hearts of stone. Till our cold and so nature's swarmed by you at length believe that more happy and more blessed is to give than to receive. Wondrous honor you have given to our humblest charity. In your own mysterious sentence, you have done it all to me. Can it be, O gracious Master, that you deign for wrongs to sue, saying by your poor and needy, give as I have given to you. Yes, the sorrow and the suffering Channels are for gifts and offerings due by solemn right to you. Right of which we may not rob you debt, we may not choose but pay. Bless that face of love and pity. Turn from us another day. Lord of glory, you have bought us with your life blood as a price never grudging for the lost ones that tremendous sacrifice. Give us faith to trust, you boldly hope, to stay our souls Of all your graces, with your love, our love renew. Our sermon text is from Luke chapter ten, verse two. Then he said to them, "The harvest truly is great." but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. This is our text. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Earlier in chapter 9 of Luke's Gospel, Jesus had sent out the 12 apostles. And now in chapter 10 he sends out the 70, 35 pairs of men to go ahead of him. As we go through this missionary uh, endeavor, there is just one surprising thing after another as we look at Jesus' plans for, uh, well, saving. Um, What do we find? Well, first... They're to go ahead of him, to go ahead of Jesus. They're to prepare the way for him. Surprising? Well, Jesus is going to use his church in the work of mission. Well, who is he going to save? Well, people. And yet he's going to use people for the very thing in order to do it. I mean, it's a wonderful thing that God would include sinners in his plan to save sinners. I mean, you might have expected him to simply use the holy angels, and that's about all, but no, he wants to include us in carrying the gospel, that message of salvation, out to those that, well, others might be saved. Quite surprising. Second, he tells the 70 That the harvest truly is great. Hmm. So it's not about sowing. It's not about planting. It's not about growing. It would seem that all of that has, well, already been done by somebody else. It's already been accomplished. Their job for the 70, when he sends them out, is simply to bring in the completed harvest. Everything is ready to go. We cannot take credit for the harvest. We are simply called to bring it in. Now, furthermore, even though there are other passages which tell us that, well, the road is narrow, which leads to salvation, we are told in this text that the harvest is not just a small basket of fruit— It's a great, it's an abundant crop, and it's just waiting to be brought in. Take a look out. The fields are ripe for harvest, and it would appear that he's looking out and seeing acre after acre after acre. Now, the scriptures do, in other places, describe the church as a multitude, one that is so great that no one can count. At Pentecost, Already there are 120 gathered disciples, which soon increases with the Pentecost preaching to 3,000, then 5,000, then even more as we've been uh, going through the book of Acts with the ladies' uh, uh, meeting. And so there are lots. The harvest is, is, is great. So third, when we hear that the harvest is great, We're surprised to learn, well, that the laborers, the harvesters, to accomplish this, are actually few. There's there's a a small number. Now, Jesus has already increased from 12 apostles. Now we have 70 or 35 uh, uh, pairs, and yet it's not enough. Later on, we're going to see, as the church goes out, St. Paul is going to tell Timothy and Titus uh, that they're to appoint men to be pastors. And in Ephesus, we see pastors have already been appointed and sent out. And so, yes, we have a a small number of, of workers, and the harvest is so great. Now, you might expect Jesus to command these men to... Recruit workers! But but no, that's not mentioned at all. Instead, when it comes to this small number of workers, Jesus directs them to pray. Mm -hmm. Harvest workers are not recruited and hired. They are provided by the Lord. The Lord calls them into his service. Jesus, therefore, says... Pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. And so our prayers, <coughs> our prayers are always directed to, well, that God's will might be done. And so we here find that our prayers are to unite ourselves with Jesus Jesus is concerned about the greatness of the harvest and not enough workers, and so if he is concerned for it, so are we. And so we, too, will pray that, well, that the harvest might be brought in by the providing of more workers. And if he wants more workers, well, then so do we. And so we pray the Lord of the harvest We even support seminaries so that men might be trained and then we pray the Lord of the harvest do well, send out the workers. Fifth, our Lord's plan in sending out these workers uh, is to send them out like lambs among wolves. Surely doesn't sound like a plan for success, but that is the reality We live in a fallen world. We live in a place in which men's hearts are sinful and unclean. And so the reality is that those who go out and who have had their hearts changed and who have become lambs belonging to the Father's flock, who go out are going to encounter, well, wolves. Six. You would expect that the lambs would need to be, well, protected. But rather than send them out with weapons to fight off the wolves, he directs them to carry nothing with them. The implication is that Jesus will be doing the providing for them. Jesus is their protector. And I think it also, by implication, lets us know that we are to go out uh, uh, against the uh, uh, spirits of this dark world, were to go out against those who are uh, 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 up against us, what weapons we do have wouldn't do any good anyway. And so the Lord says, Let me provide for you the weapons that you need. And He provides them with His word. He provides them with the helmet of salvation. He provides them uh, uh, with uh, uh, faith uh, that they might remain. Faithful. When he sends them out, seven, he doesn't give them backpacks full of provisions to sustain these workers. He sends them out and he tells them, You will rely upon the generosity of those who receive the message. Yes, those who receive the message will be the ones who will pay the wages of the worker. Jesus says, The labor is worthy. Of his wages. Concerning those wages which the pastor receives, he is to be content with what has been provided. He is not to move from house to house seeking to maximize his wages, but whatever the provision that the Lord has provided through them, uh, that is to be uh, his wages. Eight, he comes with a message. He sends them out, and the message which Jesus sends with them is one of peace. Peace as they go out. They're to announce the peace of God in Jesus Christ, that the Father has been reconciled through our Savior, Jesus Christ. And so when they come to places where Jesus will soon come, by their preaching of the word, they are to tell them that the kingdom of God is, has come near to them. And where the kingdom of God has come near, they might receive all the blessings that comfort. And so they speak of this peace so that they too might have their conscience, troubled consciences by the law, put at peace. That they might know that the Heavenly Father has a shining, happy face towards them because of Christ's suffering and death and that he wishes to bring them to them and so that they might have the peace which passes all understanding. Ninth, the mission that they have is urgent. The disciples are not to engage in greetings along the way. No, they are to hurry to the mission. When Abraham sends his his servant to go and to get a, a wife for Isaac, uh, they want him to sit down. They want him to have a meal. They want him to engage in pleasantries. He says, no, I've got something to say. I have to get to this first. I've got to get to the message. And once the message has been delivered, uh, uh, and and Rebecca is the one who is to go home, he has gotten a bride for uh, the son. That is, once the pastors go out and preach the message, and he has brought a bride for Christ, who is the groom, then they might sit down and eat and enjoy. But the time is short, and the harvest harvest work is not to be delayed. It is to be uh, put as first and primary. Tenth, there will be those who reject. They will reject the message. The disciples need to know. They need to know that even with the Lord's provisions and even with the message that they have, well, that there will be those uh, uh, who will not receive a message of peace. They will hold on to their warfare. They will hold on uh, to their sins. If that is the case, they are to leave that situation to the Lord. They are to pay it no mind. They cannot force faith or acceptance they're not to discipline or punish or somehow come, call down fire from heaven not at all they're to love their enemies and thus they shake the dust off of their feet and they go on hoping that that too will bring them to repentance and finally in this passage the 70 are not only to preach but they are also to be they are also given the ability to heal the sick Now this is quite different from pastors today, for they were sent out that by this healing of the sick, that they might show that they were with Jesus, that they might know that their message is true. Now that Jesus has accomplished, well, the only miracle that we need, which is the resurrection from the dead, we bring that message of Christ which he has for us. Pastors are uh, tied to the word of God that you might know that their message is none other than what Jesus and the apostles brought. And when the miracle, we say the only thing that they will need is that there is a resurrection of Jesus Christ on the third day, a proof that Jesus himself is God's son and that our sins are forgiven And so today, as we gather for a celebration, a remembrance of of St. Luke, we thank the Lord that he has called, well, us into ministry. He's called us into the mission. He's called us to support those who are to preach and teach, um, that he is concerned about these things. Surprising though, well, the Lord has set things up in his way, we pray the Lord to send workers into the harvest. We pray that God's will might be done, uh, that those who go out might be provided, uh, that their message might be received, and that there might be a bride called for the bridegroom. Amen. May the peace of God, which pass us all understanding, keep our hearts and minds in faith in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Page 143, Create in Me. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me, restore to me the joy of your salvation, and uphold me with your free spirit. Amen. Let us pray. We thank thee, O Lord Almighty, that you did raise up from the dead our Redeemer, Jesus Christ. You showed him openly unto witnesses that were chosen before you, who received grace and apostleship and the ministry, to testify the gospel of your grace unto the obedience of faith among all the nations for his name's sake. So we pray you of your great mercy. Keep us in that apostolic doctrine of the Holy Gospel. Accompany the preaching of your word with that effectual working of your spirit, that we may be built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Help us to remember those who have spoken unto us the word of God and to follow their faith. Raise up at all times faithful witnesses of the truth. Endue them with power from on high that they may fearlessly confess thee before men and turn many hearts to you. Rule your people with your rod, the flock of your heritage, with the staff of the good shepherd. That being kept by your grace and power, we may at last obtain the end of our faith, even the salvation of our souls and with all the saints, praise and glorify you, world without end. Amen. up your hearts, to the Lord, let us give thanks to the Lord, our God, it is good and right so to do. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you. Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, because you have mightily governed and protected your holy church, which the blessed apostles and evangelists instructed in your divine and saving truth. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name. Evermore praising you and saying, Oh, holy holy, 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 holy Lord God of Sabaoth heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he, blessed is he, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Lord of heaven and earth, we praise and thank you for having had mercy on those whom you created, sending your only begotten Son into our flesh to bear our sin and be our Savior. With repentant joy, we receive the salvation accomplished for us by the all-availing sacrifice of his body and his blood on the cross. Gathered in the name and the remembrance of Jesus, we beg you, O Lord, to forgive, renew, and strengthen us with your word and spirit. Grant us faithfully to eat his body and drink his blood, as he bids us do in his own testament. Hear us as we pray in his name and as he has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, He broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also, he took the cup after supper. And when he had given thanks, He gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. O Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. O Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. O Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, grant us your peace. Amen. Grant unto us, we beseech you, O Lord, by your heavenly gifts, that we may serve you with freedom of mind and receive both healing and glory through our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. I will receive the bread of heaven and call upon the name of the Lord. Lord, I'm not worthy, you should come under my roof, but only speak the word, and my soul shall be healed. The body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which was given for me, preserve my body and soul unto life everlasting. Amen. What shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits toward me? I will take up the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, and so shall I be saved from my enemies. The blood of our Lord Jesus, which was shed for me, preserved my body and soul unto life everlasting. Amen. Take and eat. This is the true body of our Lord Jesus Christ given into death for the forgiveness of all of your sins. Take and eat. This is the true body of our Lord Jesus Christ. Take and eat. This is the true body of our Lord Jesus Christ given for you for the forgiveness of all of your sins. Take and drink. This is the true blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Take and drink. This is the true blood of our Lord Jesus Christ shed for you. Take and drink. This is the true blood of our Lord Jesus Christ shed for the forgiveness of all of your sins. Take and drink. This is the true blood of our Lord Jesus Christ shed for you. May this true body and blood strengthen and preserve you, body and soul into life everlasting. Depart in peace. Our lips as food, O oh Lord, may we possess in purity of heart what is given us in time be our healing for eternity. <laughs> Jesus said to them, Assuredly, I say to you that in the regeneration, when the Son of Man sits on the throne of his glory, you who have followed me will also sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Let your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all people, a light to lighten the Gentiles, and the glory of your people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endures forever. Let us pray. Grant, we beseech you, O Almighty God, that the gift we have received from your holy altar may sanctify our souls and keep us in safety through our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, One God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Bless we the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen, amen, amen.